Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Sea Dogs podcast, all things Scarborough Athletic FC. Hosted by me, Paddy Billington, from This Is The Coast, the local commercial radio station for the Yorkshire coast. And of course, lifelong Scarborough fan. Well, we've had the King's speech on Christmas Day. We've got... Trevor Ball's New Year message for you very shortly. Yeah, the Scarborough chairman looking back on 2023 and hopes for 2024. We're speaking to Trevor in a few moments. Talking of looking back and looking forward, we've been asking this question in the Scarborough Athletic Supporters Group on Facebook. What has been your highlight of 2023 and what are you most excited about with regards to Borough in 2024? So we'll read out some of those comments very shortly and uh, if you're listening to this on Saturday uh, and heading maybe to to Darlington for Darlow versus Scarborough the return fixture in National League North we've got a preview of that game and we'll wrap up some more Borough news as well uh, firstly, a big thank you for your support with regards to listening to the Sea Dogs podcast. The last few episodes have averaged over 3,000 downloads per episode, which is just incredible. So thank you so much. The Sea Dogs podcast is brought to you in association with the winning team at Northeast Security Shutters. You can uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and always at thisisthecoast.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Right, let's speak to Chairman Trevor Ball then. Trevor, when you look back on 2023 as Scarborough Athletic Chairman, what are your first thoughts? It was a very, 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 very busy year. <laughs> yes, it was, wasn't yeah, it? No, it was, it was an amazing year. Um, lot, lot, lots of highs, lots of lows, but I think the the highs outdid the lows, to be honest. Yeah, uh, lots, lots has happened. Lots has happened. So if, if we go back to a year, you know, Scarborough were we're a few months into their first season in National League North. And I think it's fair to say that we feel very at home in this division. You know, the novelty's worn off and, you know, we very much feel uh, part of this division and and one of the better teams, you know, who, who are hoping to get themselves in the playoffs. Yeah, I think it, you're right. A, a year in, we do feel like it's the league we belong in. And there's, there's nobody in this league that frightens us. I, th- I think we can be, on our day, we can be any team in this league. I mean, you kept saying last season you just wanted to get to fifty points. We're not far off it yeah. now. Uh, do you, do yeah. you still do you still feel like that, or or has the ambition yeah, gone no, up a notch? That's it. We've like like me, Paddy. You've uh, watched Scarborough for long enough to know that things come back from uh, behind and bite us sometimes. So so yeah, it was magic last season. I can still remember it very clearly at, at Kidderminster when we got the fifty points. Uh, but this year we're we're, look, we're looking to perhaps reach that point a little bit earlier. So. Yeah, it shows that we're improving. It's a funny season, this one, isn't it? Because, of course, last season we were hovering around the playoff positions for much of the season. But, you know, all it takes is a, a poor result here or a good result there. And, you know, everything everything can look very, very different, especially this season. You know, they're still still very, very tight when it comes to points. But I suppose what is what has been good about this season, uh, especially in, re- in, recent, in recent weeks, you know, looking at the form table, is, you know, we... we in the league, we're hitting form at a good time. And yes, we've had the distraction of the FA Cup and all the drama and the three games against Forest Green Rovers, but it doesn't feel like that's that's had any negative impact on the team. If anything, I think, I think it has been a positive because it's, it's shone the spotlight on the club again, you know, in for the town, which is always a good thing. But also, you know, for the team to, to play those three matches against a Football League opposition and realise actually... You know, for for most of those games, Scarborough actually played the better football despite the scoreline. 
I think I think uh, he's given the team some real confidence in the league. Oh, oh, it has, and and if if you remember, even before that, we 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 played the two games against Oxford City and beat those over the two games. So, it it it's given the lads some confidence that they belong at this level as well, because for most of them, it's they've never played at this level before. So, so it's all new for them. But uh, but they're making a great fist of it, aren't they? Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, the the Christmas season is always a funny one, isn't it? Because so many games come, and. Uh, it's important to get points on the board, which is exactly what Scarborough's done. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, if you looked at the, the um, three three games over the festive period, um, you know, away down at Brackley, two games at Darlington. I think if if someone had given us six points before we started, we'd have probably ripped the hand off for that. Um, so here we are. We've got the six, and we've got a chance of making it a full house and getting nine points on Saturday. So. Oh, so yeah, that would be an amazing return over over this this period. Now um, it'll be February at some point when uh, when Jono hits a thousand days in charge. I've done the maths. Um, <laughs> I know it's not long. It certainly needs marking, doesn't it? Uh, who'd have thought when he came in? Well, I suppose maybe, maybe you would have thought because you sort of gave yeah. him the job. But but who'd have thought that we we would we would have such stability and such progress? And and you know a thousand days isn't really that that long ago. It's only it's only May twenty twenty one, and look where we've come. Yeah, yeah it is because in, in the previous few years uh, we'd, we'd we'd gone through a few managers. It has to be said, um, but, but we always felt when we appointed John that this was a, a long term project. Um, we we believed in him, and we believed he was wanting to be our manager for all the right reasons. So so no, it, it it's worked it's worked very very well. Um, We've all got the same agenda and we're all pulling in the same direction. So, so yeah, lot, lot, long may it continue. Uh, plenty happening uh, off the field as well. Uh, when you look at the, the stadium and the developments there, just go back a year and it's a very different place now, isn't it? Think of the fan zone, you know, with, with, with all that comes with that, so whether you're looking at what's in the marquee with the bar or the, the extra food places, the club shop, an office, Trevor, you've got yourself an office. Um, uh, the away end as well, it, you know, a lot has happened. You know, sometimes fans can be a little impatient, can't they? Uh, so, well, when's this happening? When's that happening? When's it going to be all ready? <laughs> but it, but it's there yeah. now, isn't it? Well, it is. We, we we have some delays. I think. I think first and foremost, I think we must must remember to thank the council for their help in enabling us to uh, to create the fan zone, and of course that gives an opportunity not just to make our match day so much better, but to generate some funds through which we can improve our club further. Um, it was great on uh, Boxing Day to see the new away end full with the new terrace, um, and uh, later in January um, the uh, the build will be taking place for the, the the small seated stand and wheelchair spaces in the corner. So that'll complete that part of the building project. So that that that's that's been amazing, and and just to stand in that stadium now and see. Well, look back to where what we inherited uh, back in 2017 and to where we've got to now and see stands on four sides of the ground. It, it, it looks like a proper football ground now. I'm, I'm delighted with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, did you get much feedback from people in the away end? Because uh, it, was, it, was, it was full, wasn't it? It looked fantastic. Uh, but was, was the feedback good? Well, yeah, particularly um, that uh, they were pleased that they'd got some cover because, of course, sadly, when our fans go to Darlington, they don't have any cover. So, um, so yeah, no, they were pleased with it. Um, but it just, just made it feel more like a football ground. It was brilliant. So, we head into 2024. And, you know, what, what is to look forward to, you know, for Borough fans? Uh, what, what are you most excited about? 
Well, I, I, I think we, we, you, know, you alluded to it earlier. I think um, we're looking towards pushing towards one of those playoff places. Um, we've seen nothing in the league that frightens us. I think we well documented that we, we just missed out on the very final kick of a ball last season. Um, uh, so I think I think we're in with a good shout. Um, we've got the building blocks in place, so um, we can we can give it give it a really good go. Um, I think the other thing we will be doing off the pitch is looking to continue to find ways of how we can improve people's match day experience. I don't know what that is yet, but I'm sure there's there's things we can do to to improve it. Um, so yeah, so the, there is lots lots to look forward to, and, and of course if. If we were to get promoted, uh, that will be the busiest summer that we've ever had in our lives. So, um, whilst I'm not frightened of it, it, it will be something that we would have to uh, uh, take great care of to make sure we got it right. And, and that is that is very important, isn't it? Because all you need to do is look at clubs who have gone up and and have come straight back down again and and really yeah. struggled. And uh, you know, look at look at some of the teams in the division as well you know just just in the northeast region uh, three three managers losing their job in the space of a of a couple of days um teams that have been flying high suddenly down at the bottom uh lots of concerns and worries financially uh, on and off the pitch uh, it, it just shows, doesn't it? You can't rush these things. You can't rush these things. You know, you might get a few quid in the bank uh, from from an FA Cup run and all that, but you can't just you can't just throw it um, at, at, at the team. You, you've got to make sure that that everything's there for for the rainy days as well as the sunny days. I suppose you got to. Yeah, got... Absolutely, Paddy. It's about it's about planning for the future, and, and we're always looking to one or two seasons ahead you know we've we've got lots of what ifs in our heads so what if we got promoted what if we got relegated yeah we we need to we need to have all those things um under consideration and looking to future proof our football club so it can't suffer the way the way our old club does um so you know if if we were to get promoted we've everything that we're doing now with the fan zone and the away end and everything else is all working towards it it's, it's, it's lots of little steps towards a, a brighter future for our club yeah we said we we feel like we belong in in national league north but um you do feel don't you that the club does belong <laughs> at least a step <laughs> higher don't you trevor you you do feel that that is that is where we really do truly belong i think i think it will be incredibly difficult i think i think the finances would be really really difficult um, there'll be lots of difficulties but I would certainly like to give it a go yeah brilliant uh, well uh, well, happy new year how are you how are you seeing in the new year Trevor well it's a, it's a nice one this year because we're playing on Saturday rather than on New Year's Day I might have a few drinks on New Year's Eve because I don't have to get up early and put a football match together on the, on New Year's Day morning so that'll be a nice change enjoy it happy new year uh, from from all of us here at the, this is the coast and uh, you know uh, look forward to seeing you uh, at a Borough match very soon thanks Paddy all the best mate and a big thanks to Trevor Ball for joining me on episode 34 of the Sea Dogs podcast from This Is The Coast with Northeast Security Shutters. Right, let's have a look at some of the answers that we've got to this question. What has been your one highlight of 2023 as a Sea Dogs fan and Ho Sapura in 2024? Uh, Jim Hunter, 2023 highlight the loan signing from Gateshead. 2024, 
Uh, what I'm looking forward to is the permanent signing of the above. Steve Lansdowne says, despite the score, a highlight was Buxton at home last season, as it was my first ever game at the Flamingoland Stadium. And Banbury at home last season as well, one of the best games I've been to at any level. And Jonathan Horsley says it as it is. We need to wrestle the lone player from the heat to make it permanent. And then go for Wally from Emily. What a fantastic double act they could be. The only thing we've struggled with this season so far is lack of top-end firepower. That could be the spark to take us towards the playoffs. Positive thinking, everybody, says Jonathan. Well, looking at the league table at the moment, we are very much in the playoffs now after three back-to-back wins. Scarborough sits sixth, played 23, won nearly half the games, won 12. Drawn just two. Uh, there's only Tamworth and Bishop Stortford that have drawn as few games as the Sea Dogs. We've lost nine. Uh, we scored 33 goals from 23 games. We've let in 29 and we've got a goal difference of plus four. And like I say, we have won our last three league games on the bounce. Don't forget, you can keep up to date with the very latest news at scarboroughathletic.com slash news. And let's have a quick preview ahead of the Darlington game, the return league fixture. Darlow will be hoping for revenge. Scarborough looking for another three points if you're making the journey. Here's all you need to know. It's a three o'clock kickoff. Darlington parted ways with manager Josh Gowling following their 2 0 Boxing Day defeat at Scarborough. So they'll be looking for an upturn in their fortunes. They're eight points away from safety, sitting 23rd in National League North. They've won just three league fixtures since the start of September. The fixture is segregated, and as it stands, supporters can pay on the gate, but that could change. Visiting fans should enter via turnstiles five and six. Adults are £15, concessions 11 juniors 5 children under 12 I believe are free. There is an additional premium for seated tickets. And on the old sat-navs, it's at DL1-5NR. And of course, if you can't make it to the game, we've got full match commentary on This Is The Coast Extra, supported by the winning team at North East Security Shutters. Ant Taylor will be bringing us full match commentary uh, from just before three o'clock. You can listen at thisisthecoast.co.uk slash extra. You can also get your smart speaker to launch This Is The Coast Extra. Maybe you got one for Christmas and Alexa. Ask it to launch... This is the Coast Extra. You can also download the This is the Coast app for free, down onto your smartphone, and then uh, switch station to Extra to listen to full match commentary that way as well. And finally, on the Scarborough Athletic website at the moment, you can get details of the Borough draw. Find out who's won the first prize of £250, the second prize of 100 quid, and the third prize of £25. All profits from the Borough draw, of course, go to the football club. You can also find out more about Ollie Parker, the strength and conditioning coach for the first team. He joined the Sea Dogs in pre-season last year and is heading down under. So the club want to wish him the best of luck in Australia. And great news as well, the club has confirmed the loan extension of Aidan Rutledge from Gateshead for a further month. He's only 23 and he's made a real impact, hasn't he? Especially in recent matches with his hat-trick against Russell Olympic and other goals too. So Rutledge staying for a little bit longer. And as we head into 2024, here's the fixtures that are coming up in January. 
Scarborough against Hereford, Saturday afternoon, the 6th of January, 3 o'clock kickoff. Uh, Spennymoor versus Scarborough on Tuesday, the 9th of January, 7.45 kickoff. Farsley Celtic against the Sea Dogs on Saturday, the 13th of January. It's Borough v Boston United on Tuesday, the 16th of January. They come thick and fast, these games. Borough v Peterborough Sports, Saturday, the 20th of January, at 3 o'clock. Blythe Spartans v the Sea Dogs on Tuesday, the 23rd of January, 7.45 kickoff. Banbury United versus Borough on Saturday the 27th of January and yes yet another game on Tuesday the 30th of January at 7.45 for Gisborough Town against Scarborough in the North Riding Senior Cup that is eight matches in January wow thanks so much for listening to episode 34 of the Sea Dogs podcast don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from and we'll see you on episode 35 the home of live Scarborough athletic coverage. This is the Coast Extra. With Northeast Security Shutters, the winning team for automated gates and garage doors. Visit nestdoors.co.uk. This is the Coast Extra.